0: It's Saturday of the third week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. The Roman station today is Santa Susanna. Although were the stations being observed this year, the masses are held at the beautiful Carmelite church, Santa Maria della Vittoria, which is across the street. Santa Susanna seems to have been a relative of Diocletian and was the niece of Pope Gaius. Diocletian wanted her to marry, and as is often the case with Roman virgin martyrs, she was a Christian who had made a vow of virginity. In 296, Diocletian killed her father and her uncle, the Pope, and also Susanna, whose head was chopped off in her family home. Santa Susanna, the church, maybe was one of those house churches we have heard about so often. It was already a place of worship by 330, and it was called Santa Susanna by the 7th century. It was, like all Roman churches, restored several times over the many centuries of its life. There was a major reconstruction under Sixtus IV. At that time, the church stood in a rather degraded area, pretty much abandoned and becoming rural again. Sixtus V, in the late 16th century, was a great city planner and builder, He put a great fountain with the statue of Moses that stands across the street from the church in a bid to bring people back to the area. They needed fresh water. The facade of Santa Susanna by Carlo Maderno in 1603 impressed Rome so much that he was given the job of the facade of the new basilica of St. Peter. Next door, as I said before, is the little church Santa Maria della Vittoria, Our Lady of Victory, in which you will find Bernini's astonishing statue of Saint Teresa in ecstasy. In the extraordinary form of the Roman Rite today, the first reading is the long account from the Old Testament about Susanna, surprised by wicked men while taking her bath. They falsely accuse her of adultery when she would not accede to their nefarious desires. The Gospel reading is the tale of the adulteress brought before Christ. How carefully we must tread in life and be wary of those who would cause us to sin. And when we do fall into sin, we must come back to God in confession. We always have a merciful Savior in Jesus Christ our Lord. Where possible, go to confession. God in His great mercy has instituted the sacrament by which the sins committed after baptism may be remitted. No human being would have ever thought of this sacrament of penance, for it is something like a resurrection. We rise after we are dead. It is a journey back again to God. It enables us to get rid of infections before they become chronic diseases and epidemics. The sacrament of reconciliation is the inflowing of God's mercy, an opportunity for the increase of the grace of Calvary. It is a medicine for the soul, the healing of our wounds, a homecoming, an undoing of the past, an opportunity to get a fresh start in life, another bath, a kind of secondary baptism.
1: Fulton Sheen
0: as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained.